It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season two. It's episode 56. Cubs sweep the Sox. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook. Of course, you can email us. Fly the W670 at gmail.com. Crowley, happy Thursday, and we both predicted it. Get out the brooms. The Cubs have swept the White Sox, and they are just one game under 500. Yeah, how about that, right? Not only that, you basically ended the White Sox season last night mm-hmm. as they start trading away the second the game's over. But Or sale uh, sign went up, yeah. I mean, it was, it was exciting. I was at the national show last night and, and listening on my Odyssey app, and uh, it was just one of those things where, like, you know, it's funny because a lot of Cubs fans, a lot of Sox fans in Rosemont right now, there's tons of collectibles. If you are a sports fan of any kind, not just baseball, but basketball, football, hockey, boxing, you name it, this place is absolutely stoked all weekend, Wednesday through Sunday. So it was it was uh, a lot of fun and, and you know, a lot of smack talk on between Cubs and Sox fans, but all in good fun, right? All in good fun. Unless you did, you happen to see the uh, video making the rounds on social media out at 35th and Shields? A a group of it, based on some of the T-shirts I could see, Cub fans fighting amongst themselves inside of a luxury suite. Yeah, you you, you know sometimes you get some yahoos at these Cub Sox games. It's uh, I know a lot of people that don't like going to them. I, I don't mind. But, you know, usually that happens in the bleachers, not in right. the suite. So. In the suite. And this one guy, Crawley, is just sitting there eating his ice cream, watching the fight go down. Literally, didn't take it, didn't even take a, a stop. Like, set his ice cream down, put up a hand, yell something. He's just sitting there eating his ice cream. I, I saw another fight. one. I saw another one where it was a picture from the bleachers, and all of a sudden you see a Modelo tall boy go flying across, and I'm uh, like, why would you? Waste be, 50- yeah, why could you make a fifteen, sixteen dollar beer, right? Right. Why would Why would you do that? I mean, just give me the beer. I'll take care of it. No, yeah, we'll knock it back. Absolutely. All right, game number one, Crowley, Kyle Hendricks, Michael Kopech. Uh, obviously, a contrasting style as far as the pitchers go. Yep, you got the finesse control guy versus the power guy. And I got to tell you, Dustin, I was a little bit nervous. So for Kyle Hendricks, this was his 12th career start against the White Sox. The second most crosstown classic starts by a Cubs pitcher of all time, just trailing Carlos Zambrano, who has 13. So Hendricks is 1-6 with a 483 ERA lifetime against the White Sox, but nothing to worry about. Kyle was locked in. He didn't give up his first hit against the Sox until the fifth inning against who else? Eloy Jimenez. Hi, Bob. 
Oh, God. He'd eventually come around to score, but Kyle pitched 6.1 innings and gave up four hits, three runs, one walk, and four Ks. So, you know, that 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 ballpark just is not – Kyle's had his so many struggles there, like I said. One in six. I mean, you don't expect that. And we're talking about, you know, 2016, 17. We're talking about when they had some great teams, you know? Right. Yeah, they've been a bugaboo team for him for sure. But another quality start for uh, Kyle Hendricks, so that's a good sign. Absolutely, and I'm excited. And then the offense continued their hot streak in the second. Saya reached on an error by Tim Anderson and Dansby Swanson. This game for Dansby, woo, he hit a home run, and the Cubs were up 2 nothing. And I think and the then- game at that point, Crowley, the game was over at that point. Tim Anderson set the tone with that awful, awful effort on that play. He doesn't want to be there, man. He, he, just, he wants to be somewhere else. And not only that, immediately after back-to-back jacks, Christopher Morrell went yard to make it 3 nothing. In the fourth, Dansby hits his second home run to make it 4 nothing. Now, the fifth inning, this is fun because Nico just had one heck of a, a series here. He, he, he singles, right? Steals second, advances to third on a ball to hat. Then Cody Bellinger hits a ball to right fielder Oscar Colas, and Oscar's coming in. It's not like he's backing up. This is a play that I'm thinking, what are you doing here, Nico? Tags up. The ball beats Nico totally. Brilliant slide, gets around the tag, and the Cubs are up 5-0. Great, great base running by Nico. It was great base running. I, I Since it was a Sox-Cubs game, I don't know if you heard this or saw anything on social media from some Sox fans, but uh, Nico wears that um, – for lack of a better term, kind of like that oven mitt on his right hand, I believe, when he slides into bases, it's like a it's like a padded thing, so you don't jam up a finger. Right. And people were complaining that he was getting, you know, a couple extra inches with that uh, with that oven mitt on and you know, reaching base sooner than he should have. And uh, I thought a little bit about the twenty five year old me, and if the roles were reversed, I might have had the same reaction had a Sox player had that on their hand. Right. I, I've seen other play, players have done it. I've heard the complaints and until MLB makes a rule about it, you know, it's good to go. And no one's saying that Tim Anderson can't put it on his hand. Right. No, but so, he'd want to, he'd want to be involved if that was the case, as you had mentioned <laughs> earlier, <laughs> but Nico would also Homer in the seventh. Again, what a game for Nico and Dansby would drive in his fourth run on an RBI single. The Cubs are up seven, one, no problem, right? Wrong. This is Cub Sox we're talking about. <laughs> this one, this one, it is never over when these two teams meet. I, you know, it's like the Cardinals, Cubs, White Sox, Cubs. Throughout the records, there is a little bit of pride involved. In the bottom of the seventh, right? Kyle Hendricks is still on the mound. The White Sox load the bases, and up comes Yoan Moncada up the bat. All right, he hits one to right field, and Seiya Suzuki makes. The best defensive play of his Cubs career, catching a ball over the wall and bringing it back in. And instead of a grand slam, four runs, it's a sack fly, one run, and the Cubs still lead seven to two. What a play by Seah. So right now that is for me, Crowley, and correct me, please. It's okay if I'm wrong. That is his signature Cubs moment at this point. That is the biggest, most impactful moment, at least for this fan that Seah Suzuki has made. I also liked how he kind of just smiled and grinned, act like he had done that before, been that, done that, kind of gave the nod of the head, no big deal. So uh, kudos to Seiya Suzuki. That was awesome. Defensively, clearly the best play of his of his Cubs career. And it was funny because afterwards someone asked Dansby why he didn't high-five Seiya. He said, that's what I expect out of Seiya. That's so, right. 
That's the leadership coming through right Uh there. Uh, The Sox would score one more run in the seventh, but that would be it. Leiter and Fulmer came in out of the bullpen, and Adbert Alzali looked filthy. Struck out the side in the ninth for his 10th save. Everything about this first game was fantastic. The offense scored seven runs on 13 hits. Nico, three for five with a home run. Swanson, three for three with two homers and four RBIs. Morrell, two for four with an RBI. Pitching looked great. Bullpen looked great. Defense solid. And the Cubs stole five bases. According to Chris Kampka, uh, from 1901, modern-day baseball to the present, the Cubs have had four-plus home runs and five-plus steal games, steal stolen bases in a game only once. And that was that game against the Sox. That, that, that is an amazing statistic. We use that on the Mully and Haw show as well. And kudos to Chris Kampka for being able to figure that kind of stuff out. <laughs> they, they I go, couldn't do it. They they go digging through the research, man, so we don't have to. So it had tip to Chris. He's a great guy. Yep. Now, All right, game- so the Cubs are up one nothing in the series. It's a two-game series, not that uh, we like those kinds of things. We talked in the last podcast about how we believe this series should be shaping up these days. But Marcus Stroman, Lance Lynn, game number two, and it was last night. Yeah, and we, we joked about it. Plenty of scouts in the stands, and this was not the game either team wanted to play if they were looking for any trade value for some of their chips, especially the starting no, pitchers. No, no, no. The starting pitchers were not uh, – there were moments. Both guys had moments, but not uh, – not uh, no, uh, no quality start for either guy here. No, Marcus Stroman struggles continued. He gave up two runs in the first to two else. Eloy Jimenez hits a two-run single. <laughs> two-run single put up the Cubs, two-nothing. Cubs were able to tie it up in the top of the second with RBI singles by Tucker Barnhart and Nico Horner, but the Sox would retake the lead in the bottom of the second, but that wasn't 100% Stroh's fault. With two outs, Adam uh, Benatendi walked, and then with Tim Anderson uh, up on a, uh, was it 2-2 count, 3-1 count? He ends up t- throwing the pitch, Strowman, and Tucker Barnhart throws a back pick, so they catch Benatendi off of first, but I, Cody Bellinger thought it was ball four and let Ben Attendee reach second without a throw. So, you know, Cody's not, I mean, he's a center fielder. Let's put it that way, you know, but I like how they've been lining it up with Talkman leading out and, ben, and, and and Bellinger playing first. I think that's their best lineup. But that was a mistake that he, you know, that, that a, a real first baseman doesn't make. You know what I'm saying? I know, right. And you said you were out at the National. I was uh, cheating on Pat and Ron and Zach last night. I was watching on the TV, so I was with Marquis. They couldn't even describe it. They, 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 they're like, I don't know what's going on right now. It was so bizarre, like what he was doing. Um, and luckily that didn't come back to haunt the Cubs, but uh, a very bizarre play. And that should have been the third out of the inning. And instead, as you mentioned, T.A. would end up uh, uh, driving him in. Driving him in makes it three to two. Um, and then as we've been saying a lot when Stroh pitches lately, the wheels fell off in the fourth inning. Jake Berger led off with a home run to make it four to two. And then Mike Talkman made a mistake. He let a, a fly ball by Oscar Colas drop in front of him. Ben attended but, but real quick, real quick. Okay. What happened first? Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Berger 
let off the inning with a home run. Then right. Talkman made the mistake. So, you know, is, is Marcus Stroman, again, not um, mentally tough enough to handle what happened with Cody Bellinger? Is that the issue? Is there a hangover thing? He can't just let it roll off his back? Because no, I think the I, home I, run I, to Berger, just the home run to Berger, Stro, that's on you. That's not on that, that, that's on you. Jake Berger took your ass out. That's on you. Period. So I so Joe Girardi on the post game on Marquee talked about a little bit. Um, and this is kind of the date you circle with Strowman was the London game that Sunday. Yeah. It's got like and a London hangover going on. No, no, the, the blister is more of the issue. And there's a question ah. if, if if that blister is affecting how he's throwing his slider because that slider was a dominant pitch for him in the first half of the season. And so there, there may be some issues with once that blister happened, he starts throwing it a little bit different. It's not getting the same movement. That's what Joe Girardi said that, you know, and, and, and that's something that I think we got to, you know, look deeper into. So, you know, not buying it. Okay. Ben attendee with single Anderson walked to load the bases. Luis Robert hit one to Dansby, but Anderson beats the throw to second. Everyone's safe. And the Sox would lead five to two. And then who else? Eloy Jimenez. He is going to double again. And, and two runs would score. And the Cubs were and the Sox were up seven to two. Stroh's night's over. He only went 3.1 innings. He gave up nine hits, seven runs, two walks, and four Ks. Not good enough. No, not good enough, especially for a team that uh you know, they were hitting ground balls last night. I, I was a little disappointed. I don't know if you watched the replay of uh Aloy's double. I feel like that's a ball that Master Boney should have had. I, I, I mean, maybe they're playing they're playing too far in at that point. I, I just I was disappointed in that play immensely. Uh, I think the defense didn't look great. Again, this is a second. You know, uh, he's had some bad luck with the defense lately. They're not all on him. Like he said, the burger home run uh, that was. I want to say it was on a slider. You know, I think there's issues mechanically right now with Stroman. Sliding's just not sliding enough. Right. You well, know, after I, the game, now after the game, Stroman did talk about there's a mechanical glitch right now. Right. He never he never referenced the blister. He was never asked about the blister. Again, I have all the respect in the world for Joe Girardi. Don't get me wrong, but there was right. just none. There was just none of that. Um, let me let me put, in the game. Let me put it this way: Why is Cody Bellinger doing so great? Well, a lot of people said after he injured his shoulder on a high five, I think with Kike Hernandez uh, when he was with the Dodgers. All of a sudden, trying to you know when you have those injuries and you're trying to kind of play but not in pain, you alter some things, right? Yeah, and so that could be what is happening. I, again, the, you know, you can talk to to Tommy Hadovy when he's on the Mullion Haw show next um, Wednesday. Yeah, ask ask him if, if he's noticed anything about the blister and affecting the slider. Uh, but but that would be something I w- I would definitely want to know. Yep. On now, the <laughs> so you take a look here, and like I said, Talkman, you know, just kind of made that mistake, and 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 so. Luckily, the Cubs were playing the White Sox, and the Cubs' offense has been on fire lately. In the top of the fifth, get this, Dustin, the Cubs scored six runs on three hits without the benefit of a home run. How is that possible? It was unbelievable, Crowley. I just, you know, look behind the curtain. I already said it this morning on the Mully and Haw show, but I started in the basement last night where I'm doing this podcast from, watching the game, not going, not going the Cubs' way. I moved up to the living room. It got a little bit better, but still not going the Cubs way. I move back to the basement. Aloy gets the two-run double. I go lay in bed, and then everything changed. 
Everything, right? So, Talkman, Talkman leads off with a single. Then Nico's hit by a pitch by Lance Lynn. Ian Happ singled to score Talkman at 7-3. to three. Bellinger flies out for the first out. And then Seiya Suzuki walked to load the bases. So Dansby Swanson strikes out swinging, but with two outs and down 0-2. Lynn makes a mistake. Morell singles. Horner and Happ score. That makes it 7-5. to five. And then an error on, on Benatendi allowed Seiya to take third. Let me say, Morell has really been clutch. You know, he didn't just just really a nice play by Morell to kind of stay with it, not try to do too much and keep it going for the next guy. Joe Kelly, another trade chip for the White Sox and former Dodger, right? He would mm-hmm. come in to replace Lance Lynn. With two outs, Kelly strikes out Miles Mastroboni, but the ball hits the dirt. Kareen's off the catcher. Suzuki scores. Mastroboni reaches first on a strikeout. And now the Cubs are down 7-6. That should have been just right. You couldn't, you couldn't make this stuff up. There was a, a is it is it a gif? Is that how you say it, Crowley? Is it a gif? Yeah. GIF okay, or there was GIF, a GIF, some people. Okay. There, there was a there was a gif going around of the White Sox. It was it was captioned White Sox playing defense. And I saw this before the game. This was before the game. Okay. And it made me laugh. And it is a T-ball. It's a T-ball game. So the kid up to bat hits the ball about, I don't know, four inches off the tee. 11 kids, 11 kids come running in. Everybody wants the ball. Include, you know, the catcher's trying to get it. 11 other – everybody's running in to get the, the ball. Meanwhile, the kid is going like – he's shuffling his feet like an old man or a penguin. Then he does a cartwheel down the first baseline and still gets down to first before they can get him. <laughs> The kids were booting the ball all over the place. It was a very funny gift. If I'm, if I'm using it right. Right. And it absolutely felt like that, you know? Yeah. And so that then, right, Kelly, uh, uh, Joe Kelly would then hit Jan Gomes to load the bases. He walks Mike Talkman to tie the game. <laughs> then he would walk the next batter, Nico Horner, and the Cubs take an eight to seven lead. Thanks, you Sox. You couldn't write that <laughs> script, right? You couldn't. You couldn't. It'd be like, oh, really? Come on, give me a break. There's no chance that would ever happen. I mean, you couldn't write that script. I, I, how does Joe? How did? If I were Joe Kelly, I wouldn't have been able. I would have walked out of the ballpark. I wouldn't have been able to walk into the dugout. I'd have taken my jersey off, crawled into the stands, and walked out of 35th and Shields. It That's was bad. so bad. I mean, to think about that inning, the hit by pitches, the errors. The, the strikeout that gets away from the catcher walks. I mean, it was just a disaster. And then luckily the Cubs hit back-to-back jacks for the second night in the row and happened. Bellinger hit insurance home runs in the eighth. The Cubs go on to win 10 to seven, eight unanswered runs by the Cubs offense. And thank you to the poor White Sox play, but hat tip to the bullpen, you know, who came in and shut it down when Stroman couldn't get the job done. Assad has been looking great lately. This is the guy we expected coming out of the World Baseball Classic, came into the game in the fourth, got out of the jam, pitched 1.2 innings. Julian Mayweather pitched two lighter and Alzali each pitched one. 5.2 innings of shutout ball for the pen. So great job there. Yeah. And I heard, uh, I heard, uh, Rossi after the game really went out of his way to make sure that he pointed that part out because there were plenty of offensive stars and other things to talk about, but he wanted to make sure that the bullpen got the uh, tip of the hat, as you put it. Right. And and the Cubs are doing exactly what we said they needed to do. When we got into after the all-star break and we're talking about this week 
part of their schedule right here. You know, you talked about Boston was going to be tough. We knew that. But then you talked about the Nationals, four with the Cardinals, two with the White Sox, and another four with the Cardinals. We said that if they want to be buyers, they're going to have to make a run here. So they're doing exactly what we thought they needed to do. They're one game away from the 500 mark, the same place they were entering the second game of the London series, right? Absolutely. The Cubs are looking to go into St. Louis and prove that Jed should be a buyer and not a seller. But, and you know, a lot of people are making this comps to that 2021. um, It was the Atlanta Braves and they were roughly around. I think they were 49 and 51, very similar to the Cubs. And they, they bought a couple pieces, not even big pieces. It was like Jack Peterson actually was from the Cubs. They made a trade for Jack Peterson. They made a trade for another Cub, Jorge Soler. They got hot. They went on a run. So the question is, you know, can the Cubs do that? And, and for me right now, I do have question marks with Stroman and Smiley, right? If, 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 if the Cubs are going to try to make a Brave-esque run of 2021, they need those guys on the top of their game. Yeah, you're going to need those guys. And uh, Joe Girardi today was on with Mullion Haw, and he said the Cubs need a bat and they need an acquisition in the bullpen. That's what Joe Girardi wants for the Cubs over the next couple of days. But he does uh, make it known that they still need to probably take three or four from the Cardinals. You can't lose that series. You don't want to split either.